Buddha. Even with you saying, you know, your your self, you know, your level of self-awareness and becoming more transparent, like I can feel that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can feel, like you said, you've always loved me at a very high capacity. You've always given me, you know, the liberty and the freedom to like operate in my true self based off what that was at that time. Right. Because what I'm lo- learning is that your true self, there's an evolution of that because you're not, Ooh, who, I like I'm that. not who I am today, who I was yesterday or last week. Ooh, that was good. Right. So you allowed me to operate in my true self at that time felt great, but I can also feel and recognize that you definitely dug a lot deeper and did more work and it shows up in your roles in the home as a husband and as a father. And because you are the head of the household, I think that 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 has trickled down to the dynamic and the fluidness of how our family kind of flows and operates now versus maybe even a year, a year ago. Right. Um, it shows up because you're the leader of the household. So when you make changes and you operate differently and you do things differently and you respond differently and you react differently, it trickles down to the other members of the family. And I've seen how that's provided like a new like synergy in our household with me and you, with me and the kids, with the kids, you know, with themselves, it's showing up. So the proof is definitely like in the pudding. Wow. That's, that's, uh, so shout out. All right. That's kind of touching. That was touching though. Shout out to you. That was touching because head of the household. A lot of times, um, it feels like men are not appreciated. So you can you should sit in that for a moment because as a woman, you know, even as a black woman, I don't know what it's like Sheesh. to be a man. I don't know what it's like to be a man that's actually leading his household. I only know how to be a wife and a mom. I don't know what that pressure with that heaviness feels like not only in your household but like in society and to be able to navigate through that but for you to be able to look at your family and say oh my god like we are successful so that means you are doing it that you're operating at like a very high level in your role how do we know because of the results that you see in your family and in your life you know it shows you know i watch a lot of people and this is no this is no shade this is no shade at anyone i watch a lot of leaders on social media um, in certain communities, and we talk about how family is so important. Mm-hmm. But these leaders that speak on families, they don't have families. And I'm not saying that to throw any shade at them, but I'm saying that this is a different kind of ball game when you have to manage yourself, when you have to deal with a, uh, a partner that, that has her own identity, when you have to, have, when you have to manage uh, your wife, your children, yourself, your entire household. And that takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I've said before that a relationship is like the catapult for, it's the melting pot for transformation. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I, and I, when I hear you give me this, uh, this appreciation, um, it makes all of this, the, the, the work, uh, necess- it, like it, it, it makes it more valuable, makes it more fun. Because it, it, it seems like in today's society that men aren't appreciated. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that are talking about uh, the family men, they don't have that experience. And, that, and, to, and to be a family man, it takes a certain level of mastery. You know, God don't give you what you pray for. God give you what you can manage. Mm-hmm. 
And what do I mean by that? What do, there's, the, is, there's a scripture in the Bible that said, God come to give, he wants us to have dominion over this earth. Mm-hmm. And one of the words, one of the syllables for dominion is, is master. Mm-hmm. Another uh, syllable for dominion is management. Synonym. No, I'm sorry, one of, another synonym. Yeah. Synonym. What did right. I say? Syllable. I'm but sorry. Okay. Another a synonym for um, dominion is master and management. Mm. And there's no way that you can have dominion over anything. If you don't master managing yourself, I cannot manage my family if I don't manage myself. So it takes so much time to spend with myself, so much looking in the, in the mirror, so much self uh, reflection, so much self discovery, so much mm-hmm. honesty, so much truth, so much suffering. Yeah. In artist, in order to manage this empire. So thank you for giving me that that shout out and that appreciation because it is hard. This is a any man that's a family man. And they're managing their household. Everyone is happy. The man is happy. The woman is, the woman is happy. The children is happy. The dogs are happy. The cats are happy. <laughs> if you are that man, hats off to you. Hats off to you. And just because I'm, you know, I'm practical and I believe in like application, I kind of want to just elaborate a little bit because, you know, we're talking about um, you being a successful head of your household, a successful father, a successful husband. Mm-hmm. But one practical thing that I saw you do, and I thought that it was like, when I saw you start this whole practice, I was like, what is Big Charles doing now? Because if anybody knows him, nobody really knows him. Like I know him, but to know him is to know that he always comes up with something um, that requires like repetition, like an insane amount of repetition, certain amount of times a day for a certain amount of weeks for a certain length of time in order to change a behavior. So I remember when you were doing your phone was going off and it was saying, um, respond, not react or react and not respond. Yeah. Respond and not react. Respond and not react. So I remember when you took yourself through that whole journey of making sure that you were aware of how you responded to things and that you didn't just react. Right. And from the outside looking in, I didn't think it was silly at the time, but I was just like, oh boy, you know, this is something else that Big Charles is doing. <laughs> but I think that that from like a practicality perspective has, has had a lot to do with you changing um, the direction of how you reacted to certain things how and I certain people, how you responded to certain things, certain situations, and certain people. Right. And it allowed you to like just elevate your self-awareness and realizing that you control that. I'm all Nobody gets to control your world. You're Nobody. totally in control of how you respond to every single situation that life presents itself. Because reality is, reality is I have the same uh, demons to battle as any other human on this earth. You, you think I don't hear voices that saying you don't need your family? You think I don't hear voices saying saying that you know what you can, you probably can go elsewhere at times? You don't mm-hmm. you don't think I have these thoughts in my mind, especially like when we are arguing? You know what I mean? You don't think at, at times like you know what my kids don't appreciate me? Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm, my point I'm making is we all have these these demons or these battles that we have to deal with, and it takes putting yourself in a certain uh, environment. It takes driving out old habits. It's take it takes self-mastery. It takes reputation. It takes unlearning and relearning. It takes a renewing of the mind. I'm realizing that my old ways are not working for the, for the direction I want to go in. Right. You know, and I can't ask my family to be accountable if I'm not holding myself accountable. 
Right. As as a man. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm always putting myself, I'm always challenging myself to just be better because I know that there's a next level regardless uh, where you are in life, what right. phase of life you're in, you know? So with all of that being said. Right. All this self-work and, right. you know, me giving you recognition for the husband and the father that you show up to be the leader. Right. Grab you know, husband, wife, leader. You all, you cried two minutes in, but that's right. okay because you felt like you were getting your flowers <laughs> and, you know, you, you felt appreciated. I, I like that. <laughs> I, like, I love that for you, right? You got me crying on camera. I love that for you. I'm tough. I love that for you. <laughs> I love your softer side. However, I have a question. Yeah. In regards and in alignment, like what we're talking about, if you met you, Big Charles, mm -hmm. would you like you? If I met me, so well, let me ask you: Am I am I meeting me as an adult, as a as a mature adult? Am I mean, I, we can let this evolve. So if if I'm if I am me, and if I'm looking at myself and I'm observing myself, yeah. If I met me right now, I would absolutely love me. I would absolutely love me. I love I love. Me. Okay. Talk you know about I mean? it. I, I mean, love listen, when you have someone You don't that, gotta convince me, Victor. I know I'm not like you too. No, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to convince you at all. I'm not. I'm saying I am that in love with myself. I love the person who I am. I love the straightforwardness. I love the heart that I have. I love the okay, you need to get it together. You know, I tell my I don't talk to no one how I don't talk to myself. True. You know, I don't ask anyone to do anything that I'm not doing. You know, I love being challenged. So if I met me right now, if I met another me, baby, <laughs> baby, you are blessed. I would be blessed. Big Charles, can you meet another Big Charles? <laughs> you won't meet another <laughs> So if you met you right now, would you like you? So... I love, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, nah, because I'm not going to tell y'all. Mm -mm. No, in all honesty, like kind of like what you said, if I met Big Shay right now, who I am today, I would absolutely love me too. Right. Um, because I think that I show up to the world. I keep it real. Like I show up show up every day who I really am. And I, I couldn't always say that. Stay by the microphone, please. I couldn't always say that. Didn't you get these good mics so I could look and talk to you? All right, okay, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I show up to the world exactly how I want to present myself, regardless of what people may think, what, you know, if they judge me or not. Like, I really don't care. So I live a life that, like, no host bars. Like, I really don't care what people think about me. But I also know that I'm super giving. I'm super loving. I know that I have a super warm side. Um, I have a, a, a very nurturing side of me that people seem to gravitate towards. Right. And I'm like, I'm like the, the, the mama bear, you know, to those that are close to me. I love catering to people. I love serving people. So if I came into my presence, I would think that I was super dope because I'm also very uh, multidimensional. Like I'm from Harlem. So you're going to get that hood side. I'm a businesswoman, so you're going to get that good professional side. I love to have a good time. I love to celebrate life, celebrate people. So you're going to get like so many versions of a one person packed in one that's just like irresistible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds amazing. But we all irresistible. Have, we all have something on the inside of us that we can't see of ourselves. That's annoying to another person. Absolutely. Because with, with, being a mama bear, that also means that you're kind of bossy. I'm controlling. I'm bossy. Yeah, that's definitely true. So, because I want I, my my I want I have the best interest 
<laughs> for those that I love and adore. I mean, so, come on. So like, oh, now let's let's flip it a little bit. Now, if I met me, if I met who I well, if I met me and I wasn't as uh, em- emotional mature, or if I wasn't as uh, if I was raised differently, because you know I was, you know, the way I was talked to coming up, I was talked to straightforward and direct, mm-hmm. you know. And but for another person, that can be very disre- that can that can be taken out of context mm-hmm. and as disrespectful. So if I, it just depends on what type of person you are, you know what I mean. In order to how how what am I in, to like me? So you're saying, what are you saying? Like it, it just dep- no, I'm saying it just depends on. What kind of person, what level of maturity that you are in order to... I'm talking about another person now. Oh, okay. So if another person came in my life, they may not like, you know what? I don't like, I don't like Big Charles because he's too straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know, he's too honest. You know, he, Too much confidence, Too maybe. much confidence. Mm-hmm. So that depends on that other person's lifestyle, how their upbringing. Are they confident? Are they mature? Are they... Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, because basically, essentially what you're saying is some of the things that we are looking at as like attributes to our characters, right. like why we, why I would like me could not work for other people, right? Right. So they could look at me as, you know, like she's too much, she's bossy or, you know, she, even though I look at it as being helpful, like whenever she come around, she try to take, she has a takeover spirit right. or she's um, smothering, you know what I mean? With people that I truly care about, I can you know, hover over them and be super protective. And that might not work for somebody else. So why would you think you love yourself so much? Why do I think? Yeah, I why love- did you, why do you, why would you like, why do you love yourself so much? Like, cause you, you said all of these good things about you, these good attributes. What got you to the place? Because I, I'm saying that because I know, I know you're, you're. So I love myself today. Right. Because of who I've become. Um, I love myself for, because sticking through the process of life and going through at almost 44, going through lots of trials, lots of tribulation, lots of healing, um, lots of trauma, um, lots of close to death situations. When I look myself in the mirror, I'm like, girl, you a bad one. Because you've been able to endure, you've been able to heal, you've been able to redefine yourself, you've been able to not let the things that you have gone through in life um, make you feel like you are those things. But use those things to make, I've used those things to make me the person that I actually am today. Right. I mean, it's like, if you don't like you, then who gonna like you? Who else gonna like you? If you don't love you, who else gonna love you? I mean, self love is critical. That's the best. That's the best love. And I didn't always love myself. So how do you get to that point of like really like loving yourself though? Like, what work did you have to put in? I mean, I had for me. I first of all, first of all, the Big Dog Talk podcast helped me a lot. Um, being able to get on the mic and be vulnerable and transparent and share things. Um, just through conversation that sometimes wouldn't come up in just, you know, your regular day of things that you've gone through right. has really helped me. So this platform has really helped me to become more aware just through conversation of things that are inside of me that I may not have been aware of. Right. Therapy was another tool that helped me to dig into some things from my childhood, digging some things just from a non-self-love perspective, why I didn't love myself the way that I should 
and bring that to light and, you know, help me to work on those things. And also just self-care. You know, I'm big on self-care. I'm big on spending time with myself in order to identify what I like, who I am, what I don't like, um, who I am, you know, what makes me happy, what, what motivates me, what drives me in life to bring that like happiness inside of me that only I can control. Like, for example, being a wife and having someone like you that loves me unconditionally, your love for me can't, will never make me have the self-love that I need for myself because a person can love you until the sun goes up and the sun comes down. But if you don't have that love for yourself, then it's kind of, it's, it's contradictory. Let me tell you why I like this, why I like the question, if I met me, would I like me? Because reality is you just asked me a question that a lot of us don't take the time to even have these type of personal questions with ourselves. Right. That sort of question. It's hard. That sort of question demands self-reflection. Mm-hmm. You can't just answer off the top of your brain like, yeah, I like me because I'm a cool, I'm, I'm a real one. I'm, no, no. When you, ask, when, you ask me, when you ask me would I like me if I met me, it made me go within myself. And it made me look within and say, okay, am I really happy? Am I really hiding anything in the, in the closet? Yeah. Am I really hiding any monsters? Are there anything, any areas of my life that I, does, I don't accept about me? So it made me have, it made me just sit in me. And how oftentimes do we sit in ourselves? And the beautiful thing, look, I'm going to tell you, even when you asked me why I love myself, that was a hard question. That was very hard because that's not a question that just comes up <laughs> and like, why do you love yourself? Like, I'm not just sitting around each week, like journaling why I love myself. So when you asked me that question, it made me pause and really, I really felt myself like go, with go inward. Right. And so the great thing about this conversation is that this is what I, this is what I absolutely love about the Big Dog Talk podcast. In conversations like this, it doesn't stop when the, the mics go off. Right. Because when you bring up this sort of energy within and in your spirit, like it's there for a little bit of time. Right. So like tonight, tomorrow, the next day, this is still going to continue to resonate within yourself. And then it allows you to take that journey and kind of navigate to some answers. But listen, it is okay. If you ask yourself this question, would you like me if I met me? And your answer is no. That is that is actually okay because okay. honesty is the first honesty is the first first uh, level of ownership and transformation. Yes. Remember, I said that at one of our live shows. Right. You got to be honest with yourself. You got to be honest. That's the first step. Because listen, if you ask, if you if you were to ask me this same question. Five to seven years ago. I love these conversations. I would have said no. Right. If you right. met me seven years ago, I would I would not have liked me. Right. Right. For real. Mm-hmm. And so much so that even like relation, we've talked about this before off the mic, but even some relationships that have, you know, gone away 17 years ago, I even sit back and reflect now who I am now, like, oh, I could have handled that a different way. Mm. Not that I want the relationship back, but if I was then who I am now, there would have been some different kinds of conversations. 
that's the beauty. In moments like that. That's the beauty of life. I was quite nasty seven years ago. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of life, though. When you really can sit down with yourself and you, these sort of questions that make you go within. Now, a, the, a regular person would just say, you know what? Yeah, I like me. Of course, I like me. You know, and it just it stops right here. It does. But if I go inside of me and I say, you know what? I'm actually not happy with where I where I it's. Get a little personal. Yeah. Get a little personal. I remember years ago, maybe like at the beginning of our marriage, I looked at you and said, I'm not happy. Do you remember that conversation? I absolutely do because I was, I was terrified. I'm like, wait, what? I, I looked, we were driving in the car. What does I that looked, even mean? I looked at you <laughs> and I said, I am not happy. And I, and I automatically thought that that had something to do with me. And I looked, at, I looked at your eyes. I said, this has nothing to do with you. Yep. I've never been here before. I'm not happy. You know what I mean? And it demanded that I go within. It demanded I, I, that I go within inside of me because I was in a foreign place. Right. You know what I mean? So sometimes when you, when you have these hard questions, it makes you deal with yourself. Okay, why are you not happy? Make you start digging. Why are you not happy? What's bothering you? Mm-hmm. What keeps showing? What keeps popping up in your mind, your consciousness, yep. every single day? Okay, are, am I going to dwell in this, or am I going to start looking up things to, to problem solve? Am I going to start reading books? Am I going to start talking to friends? Am I, am I going to like go go to church, go to therapy? Right. Am I going to change my environment? How am I going to change my way of thinking? Am I going to unlearn some things? Right. Am I possibly the problem? 